Um, your house is fantastic. I love it up here. It's thank, thank you, you for having it's me. It's a very weird, creepy home. Is and it? Yeah, you haven't seen the full creepiness of it. Um, we have a creepy house in Idaho. You do? Yeah, that people like. I love it so much, and um, I have a best friend from my school who's also there. And she should I put these on? And she is like, I don't know how you sleep in this house by yourself. And I'm like, I love it. It is very cozy to me. Yeah, we um, have like a whole natural history sort of dead animal. Uh, oh, like taxidermy and stuff? Yeah, my husband's a hunter. Uh-huh. He's a hunter. Fantastic. I learned... My um, boyfriend who I live with is extremely outdoorsy and like from Minnesota and camping oh. and the whole thing. And Do it's you like not... camping? No. no, no. What don't you like about it? Um, I don't sleep well. It, yeah. It's the sleeping it's that's sleeping. like... And and he really has gear, like camp pads and all the stuff that's supposed to make it super, um, you know, co- uh, what do you call it? Comfortable. And um, it's not comfortable. <laughs> it's not comfortable. Look at this setup. It's serious. Dear Ooh, you have listeners. Um, yes. Well, this is like our, what, second episode with our new With our new fancy mics. <gasps> Thank you, women. We beautiful. used to have these. Thing I don't know whatever, yeah. um, but now it's this weird thing that also sort of blocks my view anyway. Oh yeah, so it it feels like are we unqualified? These microphones make me feel like we're sort of qualified, even though we are not. Anyway, thank you, um, Lauren Graham, and dear listeners, our uh, our podcast guest today is Lauren Graham, and I'm so thrilled that she's here. I'm so thrilled to be here. I am a huge fan of yours. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I, I love women. I just love women sometimes. But go on, tell me. <laughs> I just have always kind of, you know, those people who you go, ooh, I just have my eye on that person. I just enjoy watching what they do and what they pick and the choices they make. And like, I just, I would watch you in anything. I just Thank think you're fantastic. You. Yeah. Thanks so much. I, I, that means a lot to me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Much. I, I feel really fortunate that I've been able to play some pretty crazy characters. And I know in your book, you talk – I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, um, but I'm getting my notes together. Mm-hmm. My, produ- my producer, official. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yes, look at us. We are unqualified. <laughs> um, so, but, I, but I did want to talk to you a little bit about your book. And, uh, and I, is that what you're doing? Are you doing a press tour right now for – I'm not really – I've retired from show business, and I am just doing podcasts. That's my <laughs> – I literally – one of my best friends has a pod. – I've never done a podcast before, I don't think. I'm a, one of my best friends has a podcast, and, and I just did that a week ago, and here I am. And then I'm doing Kevin Pollock's on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm doing Craig Ferguson's radio show. So I guess – the message is no one really wants to see my face, but they'll listen. They're happy to listen to me. <laughs> but don't you think they're really? I don't know. I've found the experience incredibly fun, Incred- and yeah. and some people. It's such an interesting format because you do have a bit of time with people, and you're sitting face to face, and you're not in whatever hair and makeup, and it's um, that people really reveal themselves more um, than in, say, like, I don't know. Which I, I, I'm always surprised by our guests. Yeah. Because a lot of them I haven't met, and I'm always surprised, like, so who sort of you can tell really, really enjoys it and who is a little bit more uncomfortable, mm-hmm. sort of. I had to remind myself, and, and, and here as well, because I'm usually so careful in in interviews, you know, and like yes. you're doing like a long magazine oh, or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just like, everything is wonderful, and I'm don't, not going to give you any gossip. But oh. then in this format, I'll probably just tell you anything. I, I think <laughs> I spent the first six months just going, pussy, cunt, fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love you, Mom. Pussy, cunt, fuck. Woo. <laughs> Freedom. Because it did feel yeah. like, is any, no one's no, going to listen to of course this no. thing. I'm just talking into this thing. Thing. A, a uh, cut to you're huge. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty amazing uh, journey with this podcast. It's been really fun, and yeah, and I'm just beyond thrilled that you're here. Thank and you. I do want to um, dive into some stuff. Um, and this we can because we have a few different ridiculous things. But in, <laughs> in your book, you talk a bit about typecasting, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to sort of hear some further thoughts on that because, of course, as a woman and man, I guess, mm-hmm. I've had everybody sort of say. Well, it, it's funny because there was at a, at a certain point I thought, oh, 
all the stuff I learned in drama school about like stock characters and commedia dell'arte and stuff, it's really, it's what we do. There's, you have your leading lady, you have a side clown, you have, you know, an elder, like you have these sort of things that recur. And, and, and within that, there's the amount of space something takes up. And I've just, I've played a lot of characters who, you know, we say, we call it real estate, right? There's just, I'm playing, I mean, if I'm, in, if I'm in a kid's movie, I'm playing the kid's mom. And those tend to just fall into a certain sameness, you know? Yes. So, um, and and even when I was starting out, I was always like, like I wasn't known as being a- attractive. I was like funny, you know, and and um, and tried to do well in school and stuff. So I never identified as like the, the babe. I was always the friend which is usually a more fun part anyway but so it and so for many years I was like the best friend or the wacky best friend or the you know and and then I kind of graduated into um moms and like you know some of those moms unlike very unlike Laura like Gilmore who was a fantastic character and being a mom was just one piece of who she Mm -hmm. was but they're just you know they're in film anyway what I've gotten to do is like the moms. And so in the book, I sort of was asking the question, like, what's next? Like, cranky grandma? Like, I don't know. I don't know know what I I grow into. I totally feel that. Yes. Yeah. Alice and Jenny and I talk about this all the time. Well, and Alison's such an interesting example, too, of someone who was has just always been, you know, her because she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You don't know her as a something, you know, and and that voice sort of dictates certain things she's going to play and her dry wit and everything. But um, I love that kind of career. When I first started, my, my first agent said, like, you know, whose career do you emulate? And I was like, Diane Weist. And he was, he was like, don't, don't tell people that. (laughs) That's like, she's like a a fantastic, you know, working actor who's multifaceted. But he was like, can't you just pick somebody who's going to make me more money? I used to say say Parker Posey. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. And I got the same though, like agent. Like Mm. I was expecting like, oh yeah, like cool. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Instead it was like, Hmm. But just because simply they're anyway commercial offbeat. But. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. I I don't know. I I I'm I do wonder for me as well. I wish it wasn't like this, but I'm I'm 40 and I'm wondering like so what what do I where's where's my mm-hmm. next journey? Am mm-hmm. I like I'd love to be insane stepmom? Mm-hmm. I think you are. I think you can be <laughs> <laughs> because I never get that. I always get like relatable down to earth you know like I don't get to be insane and and that's why that that chapter that you talk I think it's mostly in well it's sort of an overlap but I that there's a chapter in the book called there is only one Betty White which is kind of about you know there are these few people who've just always been able to carve out a space for themselves no matter what age they are yeah and um I just always find that interesting because there's not that many people, right? right? No, like, oh, completely. And and then you see the people who are hanging on to like, I'm 35, I'm still 35, guys, I'm 35. You know, like right. they're never gonna let it go. And yeah. I think that that yeah. that's not, I don't know, that puts you in its own kind of box, the, a mental box for sure of insecurity. Yes, because uh, the trains left the station. Can't stop it. You can't. No. I wish I could sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We have more and more technology, I guess. But at a certain point, at a certain point, you're 40, you're 50, you're, yep. you know. Yeah. And you don't want to be like, I don't know. You can't, you can't fight it. No. Just be steamrolled by age. That's, yeah. I have a, we do a segment called Deal Breakers. Um, so this is, um, I don't know if you're single or not. I'm apparently. not. Okay. Um, but imagine you are. Okay. Oh, I, <laughs> it feels like yesterday. <laughs> so, I, I know that feeling well. Are these deal breakers? Number one, he puts ketchup on his steak. Uh, that's fine. 
Not a deal breaker. I'm with you. Sim wow. is, Sim said he would not go out on a second date. You're he, kidding. He said that even if somebody says well done. Yeah. He's a snob. <laughs> by that, the way. That happened once and Lauren, I was so annoyed. This is my co-host we were at a, Sim. And we were at a nice steakhouse and she ordered it well done. And the waiter looked at me as if like, you know, should I say something? And I didn't know what to say. Educate Wait, the I thought, women. I thought your deal breaker was someone saying the phrase well done. <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't know you at all, but this is tough going. Oh, if they order their steak, order well, steak done, well done, Lauren. Yeah, nice well, well done. done. Ugh, I'll never go out with him again. Um, but okay, not a deal breaker. No, no, no. Okay, I'm with Food you. Food things, I don't care, really. Really, okay. I don't think so. All right, all right. Let's all right, see, we might right. get to one. All right, all right. Okay. Like um, his favorite TV show is Vanderpump Rules. <sighs> not, not a deal breaker. I like you. I it like would, this. It would call some things into question. Sure. It might further examination. Like, well, tell me why you right. like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think at this point, like, I used to be such a snob about reality TV. I can remember, like, walking out of the room when Survivor would come on, like, 20 million years ago when it was first. Because I was like, this is taking things, oh, jobs away from actors and how dare we. And now I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have Shark Tank. So what can I, you know, <laughs> I've got to. Isn't that the great thing about age? There, that yes. is the one thing. Is that you let a lot of shit roll now. <laughs> I let a lot roll. And I have learned that that is part of, I think, being a partner, actually, is oh, really not getting caught up in yeah. m- almost anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> okay, so I like that because I'm with you. Um, three, he nicknames his penis mama's boy. That's a problem. <laughs> um, jokingly or like that's what I'm supposed to call it or? Um, he just said, oh, he says like, oh, mama's boy. Mama's boy's arising. <laughs> oh, mama's boy. Better hop on mama's boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Mama's boy. I don't Deep know. inside you. Oh, wow. I'm simultaneously okay with it and horrified. So I don't, I'm, I don't love a dialogue with another, like when you anthropomorphize another part of your body, like forget penis for a second. Like if I was just like, mm, little elbow baby needs a, <laughs> needs a, <laughs> needs a comforter. I'm like, why, why am I talking to my elbow? So I don't, I think it's also on a first date, that kind of stuff with, I mean, not that I, I probably wouldn't. Well, I, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, a, we're sort of all over the place. It yeah. could be at any stage in the relationship. Well, yeah. Which no, I, guess I think it's, be a deal I think it's, so let's say, cause I like to really flesh out the story. Yeah, let's no, say it's it. the first time. I was sleeping with someone and they did that, I yeah. would feel very concerned. I would I would call my girlfriend and be like, I don't know if I can go out with him again because But would you still sleep with him? Well, in this scenario, I didn't know I didn't know what I was dealing right, with until, until I'm there. Until you're there. Oh wow. Uh would you ask him? Why he's calling himself Mama's Boy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would take me out of it. Like I went out with a guy once who we we were like lying in bed and he started singing like real up close to me, like singing like a, oh, like no. a, like a, you know, folk song or something. And he was like, and you could tell he thought it was like the most romantic. And he was like, and I, I think in his mind, I'd be like, oh my God, that is the best thing, you know? Right. And I was just sort of like, I, I, um, like I felt like that thing where you, do you have musical theater friends yeah. who come up and just like sing in your face, like full blast, you know? So that was tricky. So I think mama's boy, gosh, I don't know. Then would I feel bad? I don't know. I don't know. That's an unknown deal breaker. Okay. It is That's a, a location, is a location deal breaker. <laughs> okay. Number four, he buys you an electric toothbrush for Valentine's Day. I just, my sister and I were having this conversation. I'm not going to answer these, any of these directly. No, I'm just I love talk it. Cause, for I, like an hour. Cause I have really strong feelings about all of them too. My sister and I were talking last night about how lame guys are at Valentine's Day. And I've been with my boyfriend now for so long that it's, I don't care, you know, it's not about that day. Of course, I love flowers and something nice or, you know, just like a nod to it. But 
my sister was in line and she lives in New York at CVS last night. And she said literally every oh guy God. in line had like a terrible stuffed animal and like a horrible it's box. So of <laughs> I, I really don't understand these men. No. And she said, she said some of them were like trying to decide between like a terrible bird stuffed animal or a terrible panda bear. And she was like, she wanted to yell. Neither of them will work. Right. Just like forget, give right. up, get out of line yes. right now. And she was like, they're just so lame. Like why? Women in general aren't saying anything about that. You're just letting us buy the chocolates and the teddy bears and the stupid shit. Well, because you don't want to be a jerk. Like, you don't want to seem ungrateful. And I don't... Yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you say? Just like, oh, See, thank Tim, you, but can't guys... This is dated a lot of, like, bitchy women. Mm-hmm. I think sure. this is where, this is where <laughs> yes. that reveals. Because normal women probably would, even though it'd be lame, you would probably be like, oh, my God, thank you. That was sweet. Thank yeah. you. Especially in as a first... You know, when you're just getting to know somebody, any effort, I think, is fantastic. And then after you've been together a long time, like, sometimes I look at my boyfriend's closet. I'm like, what other shirt, plaid shirt am I ever going to buy him? Like, you you get to a point where you're maxed out of, you know, thoughtful gifts. and, And I think it's just okay to just. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But wait, you're dating a guy. Let's say you start dating uh, January 4th. Okay. Tough. And things things are like yeah, going well. You see each other maybe three times a week, three, four times a week, mm-hmm. like kind of a lot. Yeah. And then Valentine's Day comes around. Yeah. You get the box. You open it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's electric toothbrush. Yeah. There's so many it the message it sends is your teeth aren't clean, which, <laughs> right. which then would throw me into a terrible anxiety attack. Like how long has he thought my teeth aren't clean? Is the breath bad? He said, like, all he says to you is, you know I have one just like it and I love it. That's nice, actually. It because that to me then turns that character into like he's a gadget guy and you know, he's he's giving I think the intention behind giving me something he loves saves it okay let's just say that he doesn't own it (laughs) (laughs) i have a friend whose husband she's they're still married and it's now 15 years or something more maybe for the first i don't even know how many years they were together he never gave her a gift of any kind oh he he would freeze up at at events at any kind of like birthday Valentine's stuff like that and he would just not he'd panic and not get her anything and everything else about the relationship was fantastic and finally a couple of years into it she said what like what is this and he's like I just you're so picky and I don't know what you'll like and you know I just feel like it's it's like a waste of money to get you like he, it was this whole kind of emotional thing for him and the minute she kind of like gave up and was like all right guess what my husband he's not good with not good at gifts you know or if I want something I'm gonna have to say this is what I would like you know can this be my present then he started do, getting wow. it once in a while, you know? It was the pressure. Yeah, and once yeah. she said, I don't care if you ever give me anything, you know, our days together, our gift enough, or whatever she said. <laughs> See, guys are easy. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> but I did think it was an interesting thing about, you know, it's like when you're trying to, if you want to write somebody like a really beautiful letter and you put so much pressure on yourself, you just never, you don't do it. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, let's call it a deal breaker. <laughs> okay. 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 So now we are um, moving on to a scenario. Okay. This is a little bit new for us. It's somebody I've played before, but it, we're trying out an experiment here. It's called giving Kayla a home, but just forget about that. Okay. <laughs> um, you are in Vancouver mm-hmm. shooting a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you are at the Sutton Place Hotel mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Gerard Room. 
<laughs> okay. You know it well? I only I know the Sutton place in Toronto, but I have a picture. Yep. It's, it's chain. Yep. Chain Hotel. Um, yep. So you're uh, having a coffee. It's 8 a.m. Your pickup is 9.30. You're reading the newspaper. I'm in. Okay. You're at a four top. There aren't that many people there. Okay. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. I hate, 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 hate to bug you, but I am, like, your biggest fan. Oh, my God. What are you doing here? What are you shooting? This is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's like you are here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What are you shooting? I'm just doing a a movie. I'm playing a mom in a kid's movie. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's so cool. Oh, my God. That is so cool. I'm I'm trying to get into acting. Oh. Is that what is that? What are you drinking? Is that, like, a lot? Or it's like, just regular coffee. Oh, so okay. Well, that's cool. Um, I don't know. Do you have um? um hi, hi, Kayla. Hey, Marco. Kayla, do you I want to? Miss Graham, cherry. are you okay? Um, I want to get a cherry, cherry, cherry tequila bomb now, Marco. Is is that okay, Miss Graham? Listen, we're old friends. Don't even worry about him. Um, oh. but I just wanted to ask you a couple more questions. You know, how I, do I hmm. get into acting? Well, the the truth is there aren't. A, there's no I've, one it's like path. I've always known. I've literally always known. Oh, that's fantastic. That I want to be like famous. And, oh, like, well, see, famous and, and acting are two different things, though. And you get to do it. And that is just so cool. Right. So like, so you're playing a mom and a kid. I mm-hmm. love kids movies. I do, too. I have I a really too. weird relationship with my mom. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, but I, but I don't know. I don't know. We're working it out. I think. Oh, good. Um, yeah. But Kayla, it's I'm so, so sorry. Cool. It's Thank Kayla. You. It's and, so and nice you, to meet you. Hey, um, I've gotten since you're probably going to be staying here for a while. Yeah. I'm here a lot. Um, I can I just get your number because that way I can like ask you a little bit more in detail because I really need the help. Oh, um, I understand. I you know what, Kayla? Number, I don't can really I give my number, number out. Okay, but what? You seem... I'll just program it in your phone. Okay. <laughs> what room are you in here? No, are you going I, under an alias? See, I do use you, an alias. I bet you don't. I do. You're so cool. <laughs> Thank what's, you. Okay. What's your alias though? Well, if I told you, then it wouldn't be my alias anymore. I I just want to say oh. it's so nice to meet Marco. you, and I wish you all the best. And no. I just have to work on oh my, my lines because I have oh my God, a big day you. of work today. I'll totally No, you know you. what? I think I'm going to go back up to my room. I have um, oh. my friend is uh, staying with me. And, and oh, is she sick? Ms. Grammy, here's your check. Here's your check. Thank you so oh my much, God, Marco. My niece and here's cancer. your drink. Okay. Oh, Kayla, my, I'm so sorry. No. Yeah, no, it's been really hard on the whole family. Yeah, that can um, be really hard. I yeah, totally Yeah, is your friend like – my friend like super is your friend famous? No, no, no. It's just a oh. dear friend of mine who happens to live here. Sick. It's been really fun. I haven't seen her in a long time. Uh, and she's so up it's in been your house. Fun to, Why isn't she like showing you around town? She brought her baby. Her she's got a new baby. I love too. baby. Oh my god! I literally love babies. Yeah, aren't I they love great? Them. <laughs> Kayla, thank oh you god. so much for saying oh hello. It's been so nice to meet okay, you. Okay, so wait, your room is twelve oh seven. No, that's my friend's room. <laughs> friend who lives here yeah she just With came in because she's getting she, a divorce oh my god no, did the baby wreck the marriage <laughs> she came in from she lives a little out of town so i like where uh, she decided really, to hang out i in moved the room. here kayla you're adorable and i oh know you're going to be successful thank you, thank you so much so for stopping much. by okay bye okay <laughs> <laughs> oh kayla <laughs> she lasted pretty long actually yeah you did you were nice well, I, um, it, you know, th- th- something about Gilmore Girls, it really speaks to certain people. And I, while I like to maintain my privacy, I also really appreciate their, yeah. that sense of like, I know you kind of feeling. And, um, cause it means, it does mean a lot when, when your work really truly does touch people yeah. and, but I hear what you're saying, that you probably get a lot of people that uh, are, feel very familiar with you. Well, feel familiar. And then – and then and this didn't – I never thought this would be the case, which is the show stuck around. So it's not just the in, – in general, there we have guy fans too, but in general, the young women who grew up with it. But in some cases, they're now watching it with their, their kids oh, yeah. because it's been – around for that long so and it's been it's meant a family thing to them and, and people watch it over and over yeah. and over like there's a lot of comfort yeah. in it 
But actually, I didn't really grow up with my mom. I grew up with my dad. And my mom lived in England for many years. And while I was doing that show, they would send it to her. It wasn't airing there, but they would send it to her. And it meant so much to her that they did that. And it was such a bonding experience for us. So I actually have had (laughs) the experience of the show bringing me closer to my mother. So I I try to respect the... That's What's her name? Great. Kayla. Kayla's, the Kayla's. The Kayla's. But she's a little rough. So I know, I know. She really doesn't listen. Well, the boundaries. Sorry. Do we have an extra? Yes. Okay. Here it is. Um, guess what? I'm, we're going to do a scene. You are auditioning. Oh, my God. I can't wait. For this new Ang Lee movie. Wow. This is a cold read. And, oh, wow. Um. I'm, I'll be the casting director playing Lucy. Okay. <laughs> you are Margot. Okay. Wow. I haven't done um, this in a while. Okay. I will read. Um, Do I get to know anything about the movie? The, the science no, anomaly? Okay. No, I'm so sorry. Okay. Ready? It's, um, I'm glad you're ready. Okay. Um, interior, Margot's living room day. We see Margot, um, which you'll be playing the part of today, Lauren, um, pacing back and forth. Lucy, Anna, is played on... By the way, I don't know if I properly introduced myself. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, wow. Um, anyway, I'm the casting director, but it's great to Nancy see Nancy Kerrigan. I, how the skating didn't work out. It's... <laughs> uh, good one. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, this is an Ang Lee movie. You're playing Margot. You're right. pacing back and forth. Okay. I'll be playing the role of Lucy. Okay. I am splayed on the couch. <laughs> splayed. <clears throat> Jeez, tell me something I don't know. What about all that money? Sometimes I think, she had a coming, but I'm not even a violinist. So what do I know? Wise up. Look at the stars. They always have the answers. My stomach is making me feel hungry. You want to make dinner? I want to make Indian. Why are you testing me today? I have a gun and two bullets, but all I need is one. Sorry, we always talk about the same thing all the time. Look, fine. If you really want to run around in grass skirts, then make enough money to spend Christmas at Club Med. But when it's time for us to party, you'll know. Because you always know. I know. Some babies are ugly. That is just a cold, hard fact. (laughs) Um, I I like that very much. Okay, do you have an adjustment? I I do. Okay. Now, at this point, I know I can't really tell you too much about the script. Right. Margot and Lucy are sisters. Oh. Uh, Lucy's a younger sister, but they've been in a relationship for the last two years. Wait, with each other? Yes. Um, (laughs) at this point they've lost a lot of money okay that they desperately need right lucy is a bit of a pothead okay so i want you to layer in more frustration more anger hint of lust okay (laughs) um (laughs) and desperation the neediness to get the money okay geez tell me something i don't know what about all that money Sometimes I think she had a coming, but I'm not even a violinist, so what do I know? Oh, wise up. Look at the stars. They always have the answers. My stomach is making me feel hungry. You want to make dinner? I want Indian. (laughs) Oh, why are you testing me today? (sighs) I have a gun and two bullets, but all I need is one. Sorry, we always talk about the same thing all the time. Look, if you really want to run around in grass skirts, then make enough money to spend Christmas at Club Med. But when it's time for us to party, you'll know. Because you always know. I know. God, some babies are ugly. That is just a cold, hard fact. I forgot I think, about the lust until like halfway through, and then I, I had to do it on bullets. Our, <laughs> Two bullets. I, we found our Margot. Wow. Oh, Mr. Lee. I'm. I mean, Miss Kerrigan. I'm so <laughs> thrilled to be in your movie. <laughs> uh, we. I'm calling. 
By the way, I would do that all day. There should be a show Isn't of just cold reading because I love cold reading. I haven't like I don't get to do it anymore. I like used to do so many commercials and just like walk in and be like, hey, do you ever wonder why cereal just doesn't taste right? Uh, thank goodness you know about brand flakes. or whatever. And, it, and it like keeps you on your toes. It like it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love yeah. it. I love it. And this obviously doesn't make any sense. But. <laughs> what are you talking about? I I know exactly what happens from there. Should we do? Yeah, How do you? Would mm-hmm. you? Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. The sim is uh, like this. Friendly sim. Sim. Sim, tell, tell us, us more about. Yeah. Oh my tell god. No, we don't have the time for that at state. all. No. <laughs> he also there was a girl that he went on a date with. Uh, who didn't know what whitefish was or something like that, and then you refused. You told all, us all about it, all your friends, like it was some like crazy. But you, and you were like, right? I don't know. Yes, you, I, you remember that, huh? Wow. Yeah, I remember because I was laughing at you being so pissed off about something that to me seemed. Pretty I don't know minor. why that angered me. <laughs> Are you from New York? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, yes, totally. But that's because exactly that's, right. that's like whitefish salad is like I didn't know what that was until I lived in New York. She asked me if whitefish was a fish. Oh, no. Yeah. But wait, now, did you have a, a Valentine's date? Is sweet date? breads a bread? <laughs> or on, sweet? May, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's not unreasonable. Sorry, I mean to cut you up. No, please, I'm just interviewing Sim now. <laughs> did you go out for Valentine's Day? I Yes. No, I have a girlfriend now. Oh, okay. Yeah, this right. is a long time ago, oh, but okay. I did go out for Valentine's Day. And what did Day. you give her? I, okay, well, I gave her a, pa- a, like a, like a subscription to... Well, not a subscription. What is it called? Like a like a monthly, a, gr- a month, like, a, like a group of passes to uh, infrared sauna. Oh, I go like there. Shape House. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She loves that. So I, you know, and she's always spending whatever forty five dollars. Yeah. A That's session cool. on that. That's so I said, hey, I'll just give her a bunch of those and let's see if she likes it. And she loved it. Oh, good. So this is perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. I didn't get her box of chocolates or right. whatever teddy bear. And did you go out? Was it like a romantic? We evening went to or? a really nice okay. restaurant. Went to Isabel uh-huh. in West Hollywood. It was gorgeous. Great. You guys and we had like a really do nice, nice dinners a lot. I don't see her that often. She works yeah. so much, so I want to be able to, you know, spend some quality time with her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thumbs up, Sim. Really Thank good job. Thank you so much. Really Appreciate killing that. it on Valentine's. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything? <laughs> no, yesterday, nothing. But my husband's away, and uh, he did send me flowers. But we made an agreement because we're not big Valentine yeah. stairs. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That's all it is. My, I have a friend who says about being in a relationship, he has a, a like, saying, which is, you just got to know who makes the coffee, which doesn't literally mean who makes the coffee, but it's like you you kind of figure out what your things are and yeah. what your things aren't. I like that. And like you kind of be like, I really hate, you know, loading the dishwasher. I don't mind it. I'll do it. You know what I mean? You just yeah. kind of like figure it out and then it takes the like I like away. that. I like that. You got to figure out who makes the coffee. Yeah. Okay. So now this is a how would you proceed? Um. You're at an Oscars party. Okay. Um, you need to use the restroom. It's it's a packed party, but weirdly, the restroom is empty, except for Oprah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oprah's standing there, and she's at the counter. She's putting on a little powder, lipstick, or whatever. And, she, and you use the restroom and wash your hands. She's still there, and she's like, I just have to tell you how much I love you. I'm such a huge fan of yours. And you're so beautiful and you look gorgeous tonight. And it's it's such an honest. And then as she's giving, showering you with compliments, she pulls out a joint. And wow. she starts smoking it and she continues to tell you how much she loves Gilmore Girls and how fearless you are and, you know, how we have to be brave in this world and stand for something and maybe a little rambly. Then she puts, <laughs> she puts the joint out. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Lauren, I need a small favor. Um... With my Weight Watchers contract, I I get my urine tested every three days. Oh, and God. they test for my health and you know whatever uh, uh, routine things. Oh, but my God. would you mind peeing in this small cup for me? I can't do it, Oprah. I really can't do it. No, I, why? It's not. I mean, Oprah, <laughs> I think you are fantastic <laughs> and. I, I, this is, I, if it's not a felony, it's <laughs> closer than I have ever come. And Weight I just, <laughs> Wait, what? it's not the feds. <laughs> but then 
dear, dear Oprah, God, these situations are really tough. I can't pee in a cup. I don't think for anyone. You can't aim? What? No, I, I just, it just isn't right. And I, I think you. That's where you draw the moral line, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. in that particular situation, I don't know. It feel it would feel so pure pressury because, of course, you would do like what Oprah asked you. But yeah. I, would, I know I would like go home feeling like sick to my stomach, which is that's my moral compass. Is like, yeah. am I going to feel sick to my stomach later? Like, I think there are plenty of. I think this is revealing what a nerd, what a like not fun person I am. But I think there are plenty of people who'd be like, for the story, and then I peed in the cup. It was fantastic. Like right. I have friends like that yes. who would be like oh my God, this is now, I'll tell this on The Tonight Show, you know? <laughs> but like, I would get, I get like very nervous in like a boundary situation like uh-huh. that. I would, I couldn't do it. Have you lost all respect for me? Would you do no. it? No, 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 <laughs> I thought it was a really thoughtful answer. Um, well, it's, you know, we create these crazy scenarios and of course they would never happen. But um, would I... Uh, no, and I think I would say something like, I'm just not sure you want my pee. Oh, wink, nice. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like, it's going to be way worse than pot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, I love you too. Right. But, wow, um, that's really smart. Because then that answer allows her to not feel put down. You know what I mean? It's like fibbing for your safety. Yeah. But then she can she can also walk away feeling like, you know. Still good. Yes, about, like, yeah. Wow, that's a good that's a that's a good one. Thanks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so now what are we doing? We can go to callers. Um, can't, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we, I don't understand technology. How do we have callers? <laughs> we're going to call them, actually. Oh, really? Yep, we have yeah, two people so that we're going to call. Submit people, submit questions, relationship questions. I love it. I love that you do this, by the way. I, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because, like, people want advice <laughs> from people they look up to, you know? Thanks. And it's like a, I feel I mean, like it's like old, it's old fashioned in a cool way. I, I love like listening. I started this because I love listening to or reading relationship yeah. advice and columns yeah. and like. Anyway, sorry, nope. we got off a tangent, but um, but thanks. Yeah, it's been really fun. I mean, we always have to preface it like we don't know what the fuck we're saying. Right, <laughs> of we're course, unqualified. we're unqualified. Yeah, obviously. So we're gonna call Peter. Peter is in Toronto and he's thirty three. Hello. Hey, Peter. It's Sim. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing really well. I'm gonna introduce you to Anna right now. Hi, Peter. Hi, Anna. And our special guest today is Lauren Graham. Do you know that? Hi, is Lauren Peter? Graham. Hi, Peter. It's okay if you don't know who I am. He definitely knows who you are. <laughs> I know who both of you are very well. I'm just trying to seem cool. Okay. <laughs> you uh, seem very cool. Yes. So, Peter, tell us about your Italian boyfriend. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, I need to just condense this. But basically, last summer, I took a trip to Italy Uh, After a really shitty six months that involved a breakup and a job change and a city change. And um, the whole plan was sort of this how Stella got her group back sort of thing that I wanted to do. And it somehow worked out. I met this really incredible guy randomly in Rome. 
canceled my hotel, stayed five days with him at his apartment. Um, and then when that was over, it was lovely, but I kind of assumed that was just my moment to, you know, find us for a minute. And I'm very lucky too. And then I'd go on with my life, but we kept talking and he decided to come to Toronto for two weeks in September. He met my family. It was just like perfect every day, every night. And we've been continuing since then. Um, over New Year's, I went and spent New Year's with his family. Um, and after that, we've been waiting for a job or a visa and everything keeps failing. And at this point, it's either like he comes here and we get married and just try this, even though we've only spent maybe 25 days physically together. Or I just end it because there's no um, foreseeable point where it's going to work out. And it's it's really frustrating. And um I don't really know what to do. Hmm. So um, please tell me, Anna. Well, I, 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 I don't. You are, you are in a quandary. <laughs> but um, how well do you speak Italian, and how well does he speak English? His English is like basically perfect, even though he's a little sensitive about it. Um, <laughs> my Italian is almost complete garbage. I went on a vacation with him and his family. I basically just said pizza and spaghetti over and over again, <laughs> and they just would pat, pat me on the head and 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 make me feel comfortable anyway. But yeah. Um. Wow, it's how old is he? He's 27 and I'm 33. He's at a crossroads in his life. He doesn't want to be in Italy. He wants to come here and I I'm okay with that, but it's just like if that like really goes down, I just I don't I don't know. It just would So be how does he feel about this right now? He does he want to marry you? He's into it. He basically he lived in Rome, he was a filmmaker. It wasn't really working out. Um after we met and we started hanging out, he basically put all his balls in the basket or eggs in the basket, whatever it's called, and move back in with his parents. And he's just been waiting for the visa or the job to go through so he could come here. So he's basically given up his entire life already and is just waiting to come here and he would do it. But I just don't know. I don't know. It just seems like a big deal. It is a big deal for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's a big deal. How but, long can he stay in the States with a... Or he's like in, a, in Canada. I mean, and how long can he stay in Canada w without having to go back? I mean... Why, why is it marriage or nothing? Three months. Um, but then the three months are over. And also, like, I can't probably support him if he's living here and not right. making any income right. for right. more than, like, a month or two. Right. And then resentment kind of grows, too. And I don't want to do that. That's like, I don't want to mix money in with it. I, I'd like him to be independent. He's pretty broke. Yeah. Yeah. He has a little bit that could get him over here and get him started. Um, but, Yeah. Holy! I guess. I I I guess I know it's not ideal, but the three month yeah. option at least he could maybe be. Can you? I wonder if he. Can well, there's afford... no guarantee after the three months, right, Peter? No, but I'm just wondering if it could even be like a short amount of time, like yeah. like, and then he spends the rest of the if it doesn't work, like him staying with you for three weeks, and that be the conditions that you guys set. I'm okay with the idea of coming here and just kind of winging it for a bit and seeing how that goes. But if he did that, he would have to, to be able to make money, do things like be a waiter um, illegally and just things that, that you could probably do to pull it off for a couple months. But I think he's very determined and, and he has a lot of pride and doesn't really necessarily want to not be advancing his career and what he's doing. I don't, I don't know. The whole thing's just, it seemed like such a fairy tale for like six months, and now I feel like it's kind of blowing up in my face a little bit. Well, if, if this is your gut, I think you might have to listen to that. If you if you are viewing this as kind of blowing up in your face as opposed to like I'm, you know, swinging from the clouds in love, starry-eyed, um, that's something but different. that said, I am kind of. And whenever I'm with him, I mean, I've had four long-term relationships that have all failed – and I've never felt this kind of camaraderie and sex appeal and everything all with him. It's all perfect when we're together. But to leave that and come all the way back over here and just kind of like wait, like I'm not sleeping with other people. I'm just kind of, you know, putting my life on hold until this works out. So I, I it's, yeah. And and do you think his motives are all on the up and up? Yes. Although I have thought about that. Um, I, at this point, am pretty much certain that his, his motives are pure. It's tough because there's no substitute for spending a lot of time with someone. I, I think you don't know, you know what you know, like right off the bat. And then, and then it settles into 
are we actually going to be able to live together and get along and do this for years and years? And there's kind of no skipping that, you know? No, there isn't. No. That's true. But I don't know. I remember when I met Chris at 30, I, I mean, it was very immediate, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And we still feel really in love. So I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't know if, um, it's a it's a gamble. This mm-hmm. is this one is just a gamble. It comes Peter. down to regret. You know, are you going to regret are, this later? Are you going to roll don't, the dice? Yeah. And I mean, you're talking to a couple of divorcees here too. We're also gamblers, Anna. We also gamble yeah. with our lives all the time. We also gamble. usually take leaps. And and I don't know if it was me and and you think this is the guy, risk it and then get divorced. Well, it doesn't work out. There's regret both ways. That's yes, what I'm talking right? about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like, regret both there's ways. No, this is a this is a win win and a lose lose <laughs> because exactly one way you go and 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 so it's it's people will tell you to go with your gut, but uh, it's incredibly complicated to get divorced legally in in the states in a lot of states. But what's it like up in Canada? How complicated is uh-huh. it? <laughs> I. I don't really know. I mean, I know my, my it seemed problematic and full of lawyers and money for my parents, but I don't um I don't know what well, as long as it's actually really happening. As long as your assets are protected and you do a prenup and and make sure that if your parents and you have like joint I'm I don't I'm attempting to Oh, no, it's very scary to think that have any assets at all. I, mean, well, I don't that's, think that's That's great news. Or you can protect future assets. I don't know, you can work out a prenup in different ways, I guess, yeah, right? Well, if they don't if they both are kind of broke, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But what if he starts making money immediately? Then all of a sudden he'll be entitled to I don't know what the rules are, or the laws are in Canada, but he'll be entitled to half from the time that they're married. Yeah, so but what the that's laws are. The, that's the gamble that we took and we lost. <laughs> I think there's one more step before marriage. I think it's see if you can weather whatever the whatever this uh, and I get that he has pride and you need the money and but see if you can spend a longer time together in one place or the other and see what that feels like because now it's like you you had a vacation and then you went off with the family and it's very honeymoony and you just need to figure out some way, even if it is going through the hardship of struggling together. I, I don't know. I just think you need a little more experience. Like, I, I don't. I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, no. I got all excited because <laughs> I think that your advice, Lauren, is totally practical. Definitely the best road. However, <laughs> but I am. I'm gonna say, Peter. I want you to have a hot Italian husband yes. in your bed, <laughs> keeping you warm through those cold wow. Ontario winters. Anna just goes, Come yes, on. yes, wedding, yes, do it, <laughs> do it. I think you might, you, you might regret it if you don't later. If I met you in the middle and just like spent like a couple weeks instead of a long period of time, it's sort of half Lauren's plan and half Anna's plan, and then <laughs> we'll see. That's, that's probably that's more practical. Probably very practical, but I am. But super you should excited know about your wedding. Yes, <gasps> I'm going to be super Lauren practical. Lauren and I are going to perform. We monologues. are going to. What's our at your wedding uh, or and or a duet? We'll oh, do or, leather or and lace duet. or something. Oh my god! <laughs> what can you sing like an Italian song? Oh, of course. Oh, oh my god! Can you <laughs> wow. imagine? Well, that's amore. Can you sing that's amore? Of course. I mean, for Peter, anything. Please, please. I mean, I, I would be so honored at Toronto City Hall with four other. But people Peter, I just have one more question, which is: Are you are you cautious because your parents were are, were divorced Ooh. and you saw oh. them go through something complicated? Uh, or are you just no? I think it's more that I mean, I I had like a seven year relationship that ended really badly. And I think that scarred me. That's where most of the damage is from. It's not from my own parents because I, I was in my twenties when that happened. Well, I think that's really. I'm sorry that it ended, but also that you've had such a long relationship. I think speaks really highly to your um, ability to you know whether whether tough times with somebody or in good times and just be a good partner. So I think you probably have a good instinct for if this is someone you can do that with. Oh, I have a question for you too. Um, how long do you have to be married illegally for this to make sense for, for him to get a green card? Do you, isn't there a certain amount of time, like a year where you have to stay um, married? It's, it's, a, it's only a couple months. Oh, it is. Um, oh, I, have friends, wow. I have friends that I have a Canadian friend that married an American friend um, and watched them go through that process, but they were a lot more into their relationship. Um, 
and it is it is fairly quick, but you do have to submit like all your emails and all your text messages and photos wow, of the two of you very really? very in like in this huge package. It's insane. I'm like sexy photos that you just to make sure they're not they're you know they're legit. But anyone can doctor those or or make you know make up scenes. No, I'm literally wondering. Do you have to send like sexy photos of like? I'm sure they help. Well, they go through our (laughs) message history. It's like a very strange array of things that I would not want anybody to read. And there are some naked pictures in there because we are seven bajillion miles apart. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what exactly they require, but I'm sure we could prove it. Yeah. All right. If it's two months, marry the guy. Yep, I, I'm with Sim. I'm, okay, I'm, well, I'll take I'm, that with a grain of Lauren's salt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and go forward. Don't you want to go to, like, their Canadian-Italian wedding? I love that. It, I, 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 I love, I support and love that spirit. And, like, I just was, oh, you know, I wouldn't pee in a cup for Oprah. Like, I'm just a cautious. <laughs> it's true. I'm just a little Peter, more. We did present her with an, a weird <laughs> scenario about urination. Um, but... Well, if this if it works out, it'd be so amazing, and I will have you guys to thank. So, okay. oh yay! So it sounds like you're gonna you're gonna marry this guy. Well, it's it's nice not to be cynical. I'm pretty cynical. This is a very romantic situation, and it's nice just to to not be cynical and to just be romantic for yeah. a minute. Yep. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Years, I'm a divorcee. I mean, because yeah. truly, though, uh, Peter, like when I was talking about the stuff with Chris earlier, I really did. I had a. I I was you know, 30 and I had been married before and I had this really strong feeling that I was going to marry him very, very early on. And I felt that way before in my previous relationships. It didn't work out, obviously. But what I'm saying is that it's okay to not view that um, that giddy highness with complete cynicism, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's okay to, to like, you know, to to embrace it and to believe like maybe this is kind of wonderful mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My parents knew each other a total of one week before they got engaged, and now they've been married for 41 years. They have a okay. great relationship. They do. It should. The thing that I feel most encouraged by is it should be easy. The beginning should just be like no it's just easy you're like oh there's no games there's no drama there's just like i want to see this person again how fun how great and it sounds like that is what you've had um totally that's, that's with, great with no that's such a great way to put it because again down the road you you life gives you whatever it's going to give you but that's but yeah, that was the difference a for lot me. of red flags that's right then <laughs> And it's like, yeah, but not even that. It should just be like, I can't wait to see that person and talk to them exactly. again. Like, I just, it's so fun and you know, great. And it sounds like that's what you have. So that's that's very rare. Uh, I think so too, Peter. Oh, Peter, Peter please, please, we want please. it to work out for you. You've given me a lot to think about, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. Wait, where in uh, one last question? Where in Italy is your boyfriend from? You can just um, tell I, me. Vaguely. I met him in Rome, but uh-huh. now he's moved back to his parents' house in the south of Italy, Puglia, which is like the heel of the boot. Actually, shouldn't be saying this much because, uh, well, he's going to figure If he listens to this, he's going to know it's me. Do you think he <laughs> listens to We've listened to this podcast a couple <gasps> times together. Oh, my God. That's I so don't funny. Think he listens to it regularly, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to ever encourage it again. Uh, <laughs> no, because I think we – well, I, I love it, and uh, I love you guys, and I, I, my vote is to roll the dice. But listen to Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Peter. Wow. No problem. Have a great day. Uh, Thank Peter. you. We love you, Peter. Bye. 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 Love you too.
Bye. Wait, do you, but how do we know what's going to happen? Do you ever do a show? Yeah, where we you do. Fly? We do updates. Okay, we right, do. Okay. Yeah, we do updates okay. as well. Yeah, because wow. that's that was a really compelling one. Are they really? He really sounded. He's into him. He didn't. Yeah. I was surprised because I I was I they're was into each other. Yeah. At first, a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't want to hurt his feelings at all by questioning about the idea of motives. Mm-hmm. I love that they've each spent time with the other one's family. Yes. Yeah. Because, That's you know, important. sometimes you have those like, I met this, you know, you have those whirlwind things, but it never gets into like real life. And yeah. I love that they've both enjoyed each other's family. Um, should we wrap it up? No, one more call. Oh, are, are we, you we, sure? we have time, yeah, right? We we yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so we are calling Kirsten. She is also in Toronto. And she's 23. Two Canadians today, Anna. Wow. Kirsten or Kirsten? Kirsten. I asked Kirsten. her. It's Kirsten. That's the old Anna Anna problem. Sure. <laughs> Actually, we talked about that. Oh, you did? Earlier today, yeah. <laughs> hey, Kirsten. It's Sim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Here's, here's Anna. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Anna. And um, guess what? Uh, Lauren Graham is here. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, we were just having the Kirsten, Kirsten and you know my feelings about Anna, Anna. It's yeah. Like, yes. It's like I, can't, I <laughs> yeah. can't ever be mad at anybody because it's only at my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so true. And and I was uh, telling Sim earlier that I have people who have called me the wrong name for probably about two years now. And it's just at that point where it's so awkward that you can't say <laughs> that your now. name is yes. a different name. <laughs> I swear Chris is afraid to say my name. So he just calls me babe. <laughs> he still doesn't know. <laughs> so Kirsten, you and your husband are on opposite sides of something I'm sure is relatable to many couples. Tell us what's going on. Yeah. So uh, me and my husband got married about five months ago. And before the marriage, we were having all these discussions about um, married life, basically. And one of the big ones was whether I was going to change my name or not. And I was on the side of keeping my maiden name. And uh, kind of to my surprise, he was very firm on me taking his last name. So we had all of these conversations. Um, and this is all which, before, uh, obviously, you you get married, right? Yeah, before we got married, yeah. So um, we both kind of came with our arguments, and mine was, you know, the classic argument that why should I have to take your name when it's not even a conversation about if you're taking my name. Um, And then we, I thought, came to a conclusion that I would hyphenate, and any of our future children would have his last name. But since we got married, I feel like it's still not completely resolved, and I haven't um, legally changed my name yet. I'm still, uh, my maiden name. And, uh, I found a couple weeks ago in his cell phone that he had actually changed my name to just his, um, his last name and not the hyphenated name. So oh, I was kind of, that kind of like, aggressive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so really anytime we talk about it, we don't really get to a conclusion and just keep circling back around to our same arguments. And we, can never really figure out what we should do, basically. Do you think it makes him feel insecure that you won't take his name? Does it make him feel like there's some part of you that is not fully committed? And or does it make you feel like, like, what's the emotion behind the I I think, I think, I think that might be a, a small part of it. And I think he just has this image in his mind that says, you know, the last name on the mailbox and this family unit that all has the same name. And I I think there is a a sense that, you know, there isn't a full commitment. And yes, unless I've taken his last name, which my argument is that I don't think that really matters. I, I kind of feel like to give up my name, that's been a part of my life for so long. It's almost like an identity taking away, taken away from me. So I definitely think there is a part of that in there for sure. I understand some of those, some of those feelings. I didn't take Chris's last name, um, partly because of career stuff and, but he never, I don't know. It was never an issue. Um, I feel like it's less of an issue among actors. Because yeah. Cause it's sort of like, well, I got it. You're already established as, you know, yeah. Yeah. But I think that you own this one, is my opinion, that, that you this – is, this is your choice and, um, and it's not his. And I think that you should 
just because you have the control to change everything, I think mm-hmm. you just don't do anything and don't bring it up. And yeah. then in a few months, um, maybe if he brings it up, you say, you know what, honey, I love you so much. I love your family. I love your name. But I want to keep my name. And this is a decision I've made. And and it's not your decision. Don't you think she already compromised by hyphenating? Oh, totally. So she's done enough as far as I'm concerned. That's, oh, a, yeah, that's a big no, deal. I think uh, – Aren't you talking a little bit about just going back to your original name without hyphenating? Or are you going to keep the hyphen? Because she hasn't changed any. Oh, okay, but that but the compromise that you made, or you told them that you were going to hyphenate it, right? So he he would yeah. want that at the very least if you're going to say I'm not going to take your. Uh, I just yeah. think you don't do anything and drop the subject and continue to refer to yourself um, by whatever name you want and. And, uh, you know, you don't change anything. And when he brings it up, I think that's that you just say, you just say, you know, very gently, I love you very much, but this is mine. And, Mm -hmm. and I, and I know that you have strong feelings and I really respect that. And I'm trying to understand, I try to understand them, but, but this, I, I have made the decision that this is me. And yeah. Do you agree with him on the kids? Do, Do you, would you have a problem with the kids having his last name? No, I actually, I, on that point, I do agree that um, they should have his last name. Um, so that was that was something that we didn't disagree on. It was more so just what I would go by, and I think he he really felt that he wanted everyone to have the same name, and that it would kind of be weird that I would be the odd one out. But I just don't really see it that way, and I think that's like a lot of where we differ. But if people like, if you go to a hotel or something, and they're like Mister and Mrs. So and So, like. Would that bother you to the degree that would you correct somebody? Like, I wonder if he wants to feel like this family unit and it sounds like he's kind of a traditional guy and mm-hmm. and maybe to to have you not take his name feels like, I don't know, I get the sense he feels embarrassed or insulted somehow. And the or, ownership thing that she mentioned. Yes, right. Well, yeah. I mean, that is what it is, isn't yeah. it? And it it is very old fashioned when you think about it. And yeah. and yet it's part of society, you know, it's it's right. an accepted part of what we still do sure. in society. So it sounds like you guys have a very big difference on that, but I wonder if he can kind of get that sense that he's looking for, you know, of unity, you know, but if you can yeah. maintain your independence, which sounds like it's really important to you, which I agree with Anna is like a very it's it's something to to hang on to. It's your name. I I've never been confronted with it, but I, yeah, I, it's yours. This is yours. This is your decision. This is your call. Do you not like his last name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that any part of it? <laughs> <laughs> I that's. I would say that's a, a small part okay. of it, but it's not I, like three percent out of a okay. hundred. <laughs> right. I, I I just yeah. this reminds me of friends of mine um, who they had this similar um, situation, and and part of it was that she didn't. Her, his last name was a, a tough one a name that he'd gotten teased for as a kid and, and they have kids and she just didn't want the kids to have to go through that teasing. And so they combined their last names into a new last name. <laughs> wow. I know. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, that's cool. So, um, no, I, I hear, but, but practically in the next few months, here's what I would do. Um, continue on your course of not changing anything. If you feel like you want to be, well, I'm so God, am I, are you supposed to edit that out? Yeah, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> shit. Sorry. No, that's Fuck. completely now okay. Now you can edit that out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Cock suck. I've been a meltdown. No, anyway, practical advice. Stay the course. Don't change anything, but don't bring it up. And yeah. if he brings it up, um, and, you, and don't bring up the phone. Let that one go. Um, yeah. And um, – Because he's proud. There's pride in that yeah. that he's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like – and he'll – you know so many guys out of sight, out of mind. He'll probably have kind of <laughs> forgotten in a way. And Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you can keep yourself – and then when he does bring it up, I think then you can just say in a, in a very – in a very loving way um, – this is mine, and I love you. And I would add, and maybe this is just being an older person, 
to reassure him if in, when this comes up, it's not that you don't love being married to him. It's not that you yeah. aren't committed. It's not that you have one foot out the door. It's just, it's your name. And you know what? Yes, you discussed it before you got married, but you, this is just still how you feel, but it isn't about, you know, you're not taking away. I just feel I, mm-hmm. for some reason, I just sense there's like an insecurity there of, you know, somehow that he he's feels if you don't take his name, you're somehow not invested or something. Right. And if that and isn't who true, he could be getting a lot of pressure from his mom. Oh, the mother in law, right. the mother in law factor. That could be a really heavy. Also, you guys are so young. Um, you know, yeah, I feel like it's something that it, it won't it won't be as big a deal a few years from now. Yeah, no, this is all it all sounds really good. I think that um, that was kind of how I was sort of feeling before, but it definitely makes me feel a lot better about the situation because it was always a I go back and forth. of Well, well, do I just give in? And is it really that big a deal? Or is this something that I should really stand my ground on because I do feel so strongly about it. So I, yeah, this is really good. I think uh, never give in to something that then will cause resentment <laughs> because yeah. if you do something just for him, then yeah. every time he says his name that doesn't feel like your name, it will actually, I think, create more issues. So you're right to. Um, yeah. And always follow your gut. If you feel strongly about this, that that's follow your gut. It, the, fight for the things that you feel strongly about. Yeah. Don't fight with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no. He's he's in a fragile little place. Yeah. Little baby bird. Yeah. Yeah. Kirsten, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We love you. Uh, Thank you so much for the call. Thank Thank you. you. What sweetie pies. Wow. Bye. (laughs) Bye. We do have the most amazing listeners and callers. We have really like a great group of people. And someday I'm going to buy the... Island of Sardinia, and we're all there. <laughs> Everybody's invited. That's so nice. Camp just, unqualified. Wow. Um, Lauren Graham, thank you so much for being here. I, I can't believe so it. It flew by. It. it was so much fun, and I just love that you're reaching out to people. And thank fantastic. you. You're welcome. I almost forgot, though. Sorry. I hate it when I have to like. Sometimes I I don't know. Sometimes during the podcast, I have to get, deal with his nonsense. <laughs> anyway. But I did almost forget one of, a very important part of the podcast. Yeah. Are you comfortable saying fuck? Okay, yeah. You are? <laughs> yeah. Okay. On the count of three, we we say uh, fuck you, Sim. Okay. <laughs> and will you guys join? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we'll have a little chorus. Ready? But I've grown to love Sim. Oh, oh you can say it too, very lovingly. Oh, okay. There's no you're, rules. You're so sweet. You can say it angry. You can say it loving. Okay. You can... I do a okay. whole. I do a whole very whole evening. <laughs> yes. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck you, Sim. That, I really felt love there. <laughs> I tried to give you a real loving one. It was good. It was, we almost harmonized. Yeah. Follow us on Unqualified on all of our social media, and please leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, guys. Fantastic. Wow. Oh, thank wow. You.